Hello and welcome to World Shop, the episode where we actually build worlds and don't just talk for 40 minutes. I'm Jordan. And I'm Cody. So Jordan, what have you been watching this week? <laughs> and then we're going to cycle through it again. <laughs> actually, I do have another thing, but we need to get to the actual episode. So um, we just spent some time on the bonus episode talking about some of the things that we've been watching recently so if you're interested check that out please and thank you i beat breath of the wild so if you want to hear about that go ahead i started playing mass effect i hate it all right we can move on um ah, see now i want to talk about some of the movie trailers because i saw a movie this week and i want to talk about some of the movie trailers but we don't have to I saw I saw the Fast and Furious thing this weekend, the Hobbs and Shaw. It was oh you saw you saw Hobbs and Shaw. It was it was fine. I actually enjoyed it. Like I was actually more bring than up half as... of the movie was just them insulting each other, but I thought it was yeah. fine. No, Fast and the Furious. I me and Mandy talked about it. We're gonna rewatch all of those movies or watch them for the first time. You should like some because of them are actually they are good. hilarious. Some of them They're are like good hilarious. Others are really bad hilarious. I think like halfway through the series they realized that they needed to be funny and then were like, okay, we're gonna be hilarious. That now. that like wasn't until like the very end where they realized they actually need to be funny. Well, I don't know. I don't know when they figure I'm gonna find Hobbs out when Shaw they figure it is out. like just a comedy action movie. Yeah. The rest of them are just like action, but Dobbs and Shaw definitely brings the comedy, and I like that about it. Anyways, we don't have to get into all that so cody it's that time of the episode what was last week um oof. redo a world wow that was the quickest you've ever answered that question and some people might not think that because i cut it edited it so it sounds a lot quicker but yeah that was the quickest you've ever answered that don't fall asleep on me now dude i'm not falling asleep jordan if you don't tell people that i'm yawning they can't tell what that's how that works? i said if you don't what? tell the I, I i heard what you said i was Okay, so yeah, last week was Redo. Cody did Robots again, quote-unquote, where he... Yeah, I thought it was an interesting world where it was a film noir type... um, Yeah. Yeah, it was very um, Blade Runner mixed with a lot of other things, but I I really liked it. And then I did Magic, Swamp Moana, as um, Cody called it, which that should have been the title of the episode. I might have to go change that. Was it not Swamp Moana? No, I just named it Vicky because oh. I couldn't think of anything else, but I guess I'm going to go change that episode name now. I'm so mad that it wasn't called Swamp Moana. I could literally just... go change it while you're talking. No, it's so. fine. <laughs> I mean, Vicky's a reference to my world, so that makes me feel like I won. Yeah, no, you didn't. Anyways, Cody, okay, what fine. is this week? This week we did Boy Band World. Yeah, because Cody, again, I think this is the third or fourth time you've crit failed, but Cody, again, crit failed, so it's Boy Band World. Yeah, and then uh, today I messaged Jordan and said, hey, Jordan, if I didn't write a world and instead just wrote four fake boy band songs, does that is that a yellow card? And I, you said it's a red no, card. No, I said if you didn't write a world, that's a red card, because our show is World Shop, not Music Shop. So if you just didn't write a world and wrote songs instead, that is a complete red card. And I, I think I, I have a world. If I deem it a red card, I think that that deserves a penalty. What's a penalty? I don't know what penalty it should be, but it it deserves a penalty. Well, it doesn't matter because it's not a red card. I put a world with the songs. But I did write four songs. Yeah, and I wrote four stories that lead into the explanation, so it's all fine. Well, then basically we did the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> Jordan, roll the dice. Let's see you who's doing this first. You roll the dice. You're doing it first. I already did. Oh, you're doing it first. Uh, are you sure about that? What'd you roll? What did you roll? I rolled an eight. I rolled a four. You're doing it first. 
I am doing it. In, I'm just changing right. the name of last episode. Boy Band World. Here we go. You have to sing it, though. You can't just read not, song lyrics. You've got no, to, I'm no, definitely got, reading bro, the song. No, because bro, part Cody, of the fun Cody. is reading how bad our these fans song demand lyrics it. are. At least one of our 30 fans demand it. I don't care what they demand. You're getting it read. Because that's how I intended it to be, is that when you read boy band lyrics, it's worse, you know, than hearing it sung. Hey, that's going to be funny later on, it's, I promise. It's not. You know Shut what's up, really Jordan. funny? You singing. Oh, that I'm was mean. Reading. Actually, that was a lot better than I meant at the sound. I am reading the lyrics. Water rises and falls. Time rolls like tides eroding sand. Nothing lasts well, forever. Well, at least read it Nothing like you mean say. it. Don't just time erodes like the No, no. Read it Jordan, like you Jordan, the can. point of it is to be droll. Anyways, accept my love for you, baby. That will stay all day. The earth shook and split apart. Why would it matter? I gave you my heart forever, girl. Water rise and skies start to fall. Why would I blink? Wait, why would I blink? Can't tear us apart forever, girl. The Can't stars tear us apart out. forever, girl. <laughs> that would be the part where like a chorus is singing it, right? But Or like the backup singers are singing forever. it. But you don't get that when you read the... Yeah, that's what you should you know, sing. It just, it. I will do... Here, read, tell me what I should sing and I'll back you up. No, this is way better. I want it to just be read straight out. That's the point. It's supposed to be kind of making fun of boy band lyrics. I'm trying to highlight how bad the lyrics are. Anyways. You're not doing a good job of it. The stars winked out and lights all died. I was kept warm by our melded hearts. Forever girl. Forever girl. No matter the disaster, our love goes on even after the shatter. The tempest rages forever and ever, but our love is stronger and mm, our love is stronger than raging wind blusters. The world ends, but you are my girl forever. That was called Forever by Groove Boys. Oh, you have such B-O-I-S. a better you have such a better boy band name that I've thrown in. Oh, I love that Groove Boys. Oh, and there's there's four more. So that's not. Oh, that's so good. Is that, is that your bands. first part? Should I start reading now? No, 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 no. I'm, no. I'm making okay, fun of so. So this is a song um, all about how so your life all, got turned upside down. <laughs> these are all um, modern boy band songs, but this one specifically was written about a period called the Shatter. It's a very common time that's alluded to. It is basically um, people now would think of it as a instant climactic event, but really what it was was a duration of time where. Global warming happened, the ice caps melted, and that threw the planet into chaos. So, the age that this story is taking place in, or this world is taking place in now, is far post the ice caps of the world completely melting. Um, So, it's an entirely post-global warming world. It doesn't really matter anymore that there's global warming, because, hey, it's already happened. Um, So, this time called the Shatter is known as the age of storms and floods and quakes. So the shifting of water around the world caused massive storms. Most land was flooded and gone. There are only islands remaining. And during this time, there were also massive amounts of earthquakes that just shattered apart all the continents that we know about. So it was a bad time. The after effects of this are still being felt in the world today. So even though this has been going on for a long time. The weather is still horrible. There are still constant, like, tropical storms that just roll past every so often. It's just part of life now that that is the status quo. Weather sucks now. 
Um, and also during this time, there were no stars because of the amount of storms. So it was cloudy so often due to how much more quickly water would evaporate and condense and then rain back down that just basically the skies were gone and everything turned gray and split apart. So realistically, this was probably actually like, you know, 50 years of time. But now, hundreds of years later, people think of it as this time when the Earth all ripped itself apart. So frequently, it is used in song lyrics to indicate that even during a horrible, climactic, traumatic <laughs> event, love is forever. Hey, don't... As sung by Groove Boys in their song called Forever. First off, I'm going to make fun of you and say yeah, that this... <laughs> Definitely sounds like you wrote a bunch of songs and then like, oh crap, this is a red card. I need to write a world around this. That's, well, a, no, that's okay, exactly so what that sounds like to me. What I did was I I wrote four songs that were in the theme of the categories that we have. So there's a flora and fauna song. It's weird, but I made a flora and fauna song. Dude, um, I just didn't do flora and fauna. So. <laughs> I just I just made like vague references in my songs to aspects of the world that I wanted to highlight. Yeah. So like that thing where they talk about, you know, the earth shook and split apart. Why would I care? I gave you my heart. Yeah, no, I forever. I, 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 I get it. I mean we're definitely you gonna know, have to so paste that together more because I definitely just made fun of you the whole time and I apologize, but you know, whatever. No, it's okay. I'm fine. Yeah, you, you have not hurt my feelings. He says as he sharpens his knife. <laughs> oh, it's it's fine. It's fine. Anyways, um, and also the other thing I want to say, I like the name the Shatter, like for your event that happened, the Shatter. Well, that's what the boy band started calling it. So yeah, you know, I, I, they're very poetic. I, I really like the Shatter as an event that happens or something. I will, I would love seeing that in a book. It's like, oh crap, the Shatter. What happened there? <laughs> Also, you could tell I'm getting slightly loopy from being tired. So I hadn't noticed. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay. Um. So this is my boy band world. Um. In this first part, it's gonna be kind of like a kind of news broadcast type style. And we're back with the clash of song and dance, the boy band battle that will decide the future of the world for the next four years, the song phenomena that has repeatedly kept us on our toes since the War of the Black Roses. This year has been a bit of a shakeup as France has been in the lead point-wise for the last three weeks, but Japan has the popular vote so far. Have the Americans been knocked out for good and forced to watch as their worldly rule comes to an end? We will have all the answers for you right here, but first, we continue our coverage of the history of the boy band battle. Now to you, Mr. Bass. Thank you, Mr. Lachey. Today I will be discussing how our war-torn world has turned itself around with a new era of singing that decides which country leads the world's politics. Now that the Olympics have become a forgotten relic of the past, the boy band battle is the only thing that brings this world together every four years. It is the year 2304, 84 years after the first boy band competition. This was the treaty that was supposed to remedy the broken unity after the War of the Black Roses. The countries of Earth had completely split and all signs of cooperation or unity had dissolved. In order to represent world culture and growth, each country presented a musical act who would sing and compete for their country's honor. This started out as a small one-time thing and then blossomed into a worldwide competition that decides which government gets to rule the world for four years. The world wasn't a war-torn state, but right now, that is not the case. Our once-devastated oceans are now clean and our 
and are host to the world's largest man-made island called the United Front. This front exists between the eastern and western continents and is the stage where the boy band battle takes place. Over a million people, some from every country, live on this singular island and support cultural awareness. Hundreds of thousands more travel to the island every four years to watch and see if their country has a chance to rule. But instead of sports or war games, we watch as those hard-working boys sing and dance to gain the love of the world's population. <laughs> oh, those hard-working boys! <laughs> Shut up, Cuddy. America now no longer split between North or South, usually leads in points awarded by judges, and also gains the favor of the audience. Some say there are nefarious powers at work, but the Americans push these rumors down. Asia has broken apart into many different teams who all want the gold, each representing one of many Asian countries. If they could work together, some believe they would be on top every single year. But small differences drive them apart. Unfortunately, Germany and Spain no longer exist, so Britain, France, and Italy lead for the European countries. Like America, Africa has completely united, but being the largest united front in the entire world, Africa produces many different teams. These scores, however, only count for one team. It is all up in the air who wins each year. And that is the end of part one. Sorry I read that fast, but that's definitely how I view like news reports and like, the whole like talk. Yeah, that's no, how, that's it, how it I view like it. it that's, what, that's why I just tried to do this. And I just tripped over myself so hard at the beginning because it's like, gotta go fast. But yeah, so that's my boy band world, and I don't think I have to explain anything. No, I, I like it. I liked the style. That was hard. All right, Jordan, you ready for the next? Okay, so just so you know, it's a little out of order. This is society history, but I had to put that before animals oh, for a reason that you'll yeah, see. Do your thing, man. Okay. Back then, when the walls were grown, I knew a girl. She was alone. Back then, before I was a hero, she saw me and learned. For her hand in love and her hand in marriage, a brave soul would be born in this coward's doldrum. Back then, even now, I leap over walls for love, for future. Oh no, for love, for life, for even our future, leap over walls and unite old ruins. That is uh that is an excerpt from Back Then, Even Now, a song by A Tear for a Lover. Oh my god. Which if that's, that's so good. not a band name, that should really be a band name because it's really actually really good. good. Oh man, that makes me mad. Okay, so this is the part where I realized like as soon as we said boy band world, I had this like fully formed thought pop into my head for what I wanted this world to be. And it's very similar to exactly what I did last week. So sorry about that, everybody. Um, so it's noir with robots? It's not noir. It's just you'll see. So after most land collapsed and fell apart, um, all that survived were five gigantic cities. They were cities that are not even built on land. They are basically um, like oil derricks. Is that right? Oh, sure. No. Whatever. Okay. You know, like the big oil drilling platforms? Yeah, yeah sure. Imagine those, but massive, like so massive cities fit on them. They just float on the water now. Um, but I mean, these things are huge. People like think of them as basically islands. Um, they have massive iron walls built around them to protect from the raging storms that sweep by and giant tidal waves. So these are cities that are constantly attacked by the elements. Um, when these cities formed, as soon as people began to feel a sense of security, they immediately began competing for resources. So this was a very dark time in history. Right after society kind of saved itself and they realized they weren't like dying today, 
basically instantly there was one the threat of violence between these cities and then actual violence between these cities they started killing each other over resources you know Mm -hmm. they would decide we have this much of the ocean that's ours and anything in it's ours and it was just immediate conflict because of how scarce everything was um these societies became very tribal people were um hated in other cities so like if you weren't from the same city as somebody else it was like oh those are other people um and as such the cultures became far more extreme and far more homogenous if that makes Mm -hmm. sense so there was a strong identity in being from your city and there was a strong dislike for people in other ones um each one of these cities was no longer really governed per se they each were just formed by the like basically business that was able to fund making this place where people could live and now charges people to live there so this very much became like you've seen like capitalist post-apocalypse this is capitalist post-apocalypse it is these big metal structures that are miserable and depressed and the people living there hated it So it became a huge breeding ground for social unrest, not only between these cities, but inside of them because people were like basically starving. There was nothing to do in these like very isolating, miserable, like capsules of humanity that were left on the planet, um, which led to a very dark and miserable time, which again is a period of time, which is alluded to in back then, even now where this person's talking about leaping over walls which is a metaphor for being able to reach like an olive branch out to these other cities to bring some like life and prosperity back to the world. So that's what the song back then, even now is about. It's like a modern day Rome. It's like, well, I say modern day, you know, it's a post-apocalyptic Romeo <laughs> and Juliet. It's a modern day Romeo and Juliet set in the future. <laughs> it's about people living in different cities that hate each other because they Wait, have to, but then one of them, you know, leaves that's what Romeo and Juliet's about. Yeah. Well, kind Crap, of, man, I but never anyways, knew that. jeez. Anyways, that is my second section. I'm sorry for getting tired and thus, like, Braid is, like, firing so many different thoughts at once. Now, I like it. I, I like... I do, I do appreciate how your songs actually tie in to your world. Yeah, yeah, they're supposed to be world-building yeah, songs. Yeah, no, you, you did a good job. I was angry at first because you said a yellow card, I just wrote songs. And it's like, what the, what the <laughs> heck do you mean you just wrote songs, man? It was, just, it was like, what do you mean? But, um, anyways, this is my second part. This is this is just the second part of my world. There's no flora and fauna, technically. It's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's a yellow card, though. I am going to no, give you a yellow don't card give me for a that. a yellow card for that. You do, you do this all yeah. the time. Shut up. You, you have to roll at disadvantage. You've never had to roll at disadvantage for the multiple times that you've done yellow cards. Also, you don't you don't get to roll anyways because yeah. it's my turn to pick the world again. So whatever. Don't pull rolls out of thin air. Anyways, this is a thrown out interview with Archie Lopez. Lop- Lopez. Those that support the great boy band battle will have you believe that the entire world reflects what happens at the battle every four years. International peace and a time to share food, goodwill, and culture. But in the actual countries away from the United Front, that is not the case. Mrs. Timberlake. And what do you mean by that, Mr. Lopez? Lopez. I mean that us living in the countries, us who support the boy band battle with our hard work, are poor and underpaid. 
sick and dying because of the residual radiation from the War of the Black Roses, and completely confused as to why the leadership of the entire world is all dependent upon what group of boys can sing and dance the best. Mrs. Timberlake. But, Mr. Lopez, don't you think the battle promotes cultural unity through music? Lopez. Not in the least bit, ma'am. The people have lost the right to vote and run for government. This is all dependent on the boy band groups that the government raises. We don't choose who we follow, we are told. We are told how to act and who to root for. No laws that are made benefit us, and that is why we are all poor and dying. Don't you see that? Mrs. Timberlake, cut, cut the cameras, cut the cameras, this needs to stop. So, the Earth as we knew it has gone through multiple world wars and was on the brink of destruction. And this is after our talk during dystopia time last week, where you bitches like, oh yeah, it's like World War 7. So, this will be like World War 8, as I made the joke last week. But, through some events, they were all able to reach an agreement. The world's leadership will be decided every four years by an American Idol-style competition of boy bands. In the center of the Atlantic Ocean is where a giant arena exists. This is where the battle takes place every four years. So think of the Olympics, but on a much grander scale. This is seemingly an act to bring the world together through cultural... Oh, sorry, through culture. So every country works hard to put their flair into this competition. So think of there being a separate section on this island for each country to stand out, kind of like they all got their own section of Epcot. So they share food, clothing, traditions all over the Battle Island. This feeling of unity is blasted through the media and the idea of peace is shown through how the countries interact on, a, on the United Front daily. When the competition is not going on, the people live there to continually push for their own agendas like a constant United Nations event. But this, is, this feeling of unity and peace isn't a worldwide thing. Since it is man-made, this island is lacking in flora and fauna, the only time I talk about it, but gets their supplies from the separate countries. Back in the separate countries, the world is still scarred by the previous war. Um, this makes it hard to work the land, but the land still produces. Um, there are those who work and live like slaves in order to support this boy band battle. They are upset because the world leadership changes due to who wins the boy band battle every year, or every four years. And everything is based off what happens on this united front. The people get no say in what happens to them because it is all based on what dictator gets to rule when. So thus, most economies are run to the ground and those trying to survive in the different countries are starving and sick due to the countries being war-torn. But because of the cultural equality that the battle promotes, all of this is brushed under the rug and through the media, everyone is made to look happy with their current government. So... The style I'm reading this reminds me of like episodes, like the first ten episodes. <laughs> I uh, I'm sad because of how similar our worlds are going to end up being in some ways, and I'm like, wow, we both have a negative idea of what boy bands are. <laughs> well, I I went into it wanting to make a dystopia with boy bands, like a boy band world, like in my mind can't be done as anything but a dystopia because it's all these songs and lyrics about love and like living life and like, Oh, party and how everything's going to be okay. And like, it's not, <laughs> that's, that's not what normal life is. 
and that's why I thought it would be more of a dystopia world. So that's that's where the I yeah. that's where my grand idea comes from. Your turn. Okay, sorry. Um. Okay, yeah, I, I have to skip a section around. No, I'm sorry, fine. dude. You apologize again. You're off the show. All right, here we go. <laughs> this first part of this song in the performance would be so, would be Cody, spoken. Please, can you just right? perform so just, for me once? Just, just please, no. Cody. Just imagine you're Cody. sitting in a dark audience and a really nice. But I'm nice, not. You have to bring me there. You just, can't just tell me I'm there. You have to bring. Let me you bring, have to bring, you, bring me there. Let me bring, bring you me there. there with no, no, bring words. me there with your this actions. This is like. This is like where everything gets really quiet. You yeah, know, yeah, I like can't imagine that. Moment. I need to be told. <laughs> and one of the more pretty looking boys comes out and says this song. Or says this line. This song is about how I like you. Like the tree with water, I would dry up without you. Like a scraper cat with prey, you take me away. Like a screech worm, you make my heart squirm. Like the songs of a banshee, you make my soul yearn. Like the wasteland thorn, I fear your sharp scorn. Like the purr of a trash rat, you make me feel safe where I am sat. I like you like I love you. Like Earth loves wait, the wait, animals. Sorry, I can't like, tell if you made a mistake or if that was the actual lyrics. I like you no, like no, I no, love no. you. No, the the so, the beginning of the chorus is I like you like oh I love gosh. you like the earth, like earth loves the animals my heart will go patter like sweet baby laughter you're like all the things I love you fit me like a glove ill <laughs> this song is called metaphor my love by the oh heartbreak game oh my gosh it's all really bad metaphors oh my gosh yeah it's all really it's just bad sad that you you capture some plants. of the field boy bands and it's so sad that it's just oh my gosh um i'm pretty proud of the line i like you like that's I right love like you. when you read I like, I like you like i love you like i can't tell if you messed up or if it's just that bad of a lyric it's it's actually that bad, but I'm also pretty proud oh of it. Oh my gosh, um, dude! <laughs> I like you like I love you, like the Earth loves the animals. I'm also pretty proud the, the, of that line. That's just so it cheesy. Is, it is. It's perfect for this. I love this. Okay, so we're gonna talk about plants and animals. They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> Most plants and animals are dead, and the ones that aren't are specifically Super adapted dead. to live. Well, they're just only the ones that could adapt to live in very urban environments, because currently all of society lives in like these giant cities. So the only animals that can live there and the only plants that can live there have to be able to live in that environment. So the most fearsome of these are scraper cats, which refer to skyscraper cats. They are just house cats that over the years have evolved to be gigantic and prey on humans. Um, they are extremely cute looking in a way that disarms most people when they see them, but they're like the size of a, a German shepherd and they're vicious and feral and every city has problems with them. Most places have feral cats. These feral cats got way nastier after all this bad stuff went down. And they grew into cats that can climb buildings and hunt humans in the dark. So, scraper cats, not fun. Um, That's there are worms, which are which are like the dragon worms. Um, yeah, W Y R M S. So no one quite knows where these came from. They could be bats, but probably not. They are just dragons <laughs> that also fly around and prey on humans. <laughs> I 
Um, I love how it's like a sweet boy band where, where all these boy bands are singing, and there's just freaking dragons flying around, like snatching people up, just like left and right. It's like what in the world? <laughs> yeah, all of these things now are meant to function in kind of like the dark and the damp because of how frequently the sun is obscured by clouds. It's dreary and dark all the time. So just walking in the city is dangerous. It's very possible for you to get attacked by some of these animals that have adapted from old earth creatures to hunt the easiest thing that there is to hunt, which is humans, because all the other prey is gone. So the only way for some of these animals to survive is either as scavengers or as hunters. And if they're hunters, they're hunting peeps. Um, So... The plant life that's left, there's kind of a dichotomy, right? So there are still trees that are beautiful, but they frequently die because they run out of water. So seeing a tree die, the reason that imagery is frequent is because water is scarce and plant life is hard to keep around. But the plant life that is good at surviving are like these waste, there. it was called a wasteland, um, what I call it? Oh, like a wasteland thorn. So... There is plant life that naturally can survive, but it's like poisonous and scarring and thorny and miserable. So there's a duplicity to this. Oh, and the, the last animal I referenced was a trash rat's purr. Um, those are raccoons. People keep them as pets now because oh they're the gosh. nicest animal that's trash left alive. <laughs> I really like this idea of post-apocalyptic urban nightmare animals. It's like I want... I've wanted to put that in something for so long. The idea of a house cat adapting to murder humans is like a fantasy that I that's have. That's a weird fantasy to have, Cody. I just love the idea of like this cute cat that's the size of a German shepherd that wants to kill people. I don't know. That's just something I like. That's, that's just your weird kink. It's it's in my heart, you know? Yeah. It ain't it. <laughs> just, okay, dude. Um, so this... <laughs> I have nothing else to say to you, but I just like the idea of dragons. And this, I'm just imagining this, like this boy, flashy boy band world where, like, all the like stupid poetry is being written. Like boy bands are singing. It's just like this. It's basically like in sync concerts all the time. But then out of nowhere, a dragon just comes down and raises the city and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. Oh man, that, they sing about like how their love is like how the dragons <laughs> turned the city into glass. And it's just like, oh my lord. <sighs> oh jeez. Anyway, I, I just like that. I like that image a lot. I'm just like, oh yeah, we love you. <laughs> it's a really funny image. It's a really, really funny image. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. I want this to be like boy bands, but if like they sung about how horrible the world is. You know what I mean? Like, they don't mean yeah, to. This is the you, world they live but in. But you didn't have to include dragons. That's what makes it funny to me is that dragons are actually okay. Well, they're actually like probably like huge, vicious bats, you know? But they're like there. They're basically just dragons. Okay, well, we have to go out to the cave lands today to hunt for food or else our whole village is going to die. But yeah, no, we're going to go to the insane concert later just in case. Oh my god, run, the cats are coming. Oh god, oh god, run. <laughs> Tell my wife. Tell her. I, you can't. I want it there. <laughs> this is only funny because we're both very tired. I, I love how no one else is probably going to think this is funny but us. No one else is going to laugh this hard at this 
But uh, I was like, we just sound like lunatics right now. Okay, I've calmed down. That was, jeez, that's just so, it's just so funny to me. Um, this is my part three. It is a history list, uh, it is a history lesson from the Anti-Boy Band Association. In other words, ABBA. I was gonna ask, uh. We can ask ourselves again and again how the world got, Hang what? on. <laughs> you know ABBA's just like two girls away from being a boy band, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's kind of the point, Cody. Can I, can I read or are you gonna just be a dick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> freaking jerk. I'm gonna listen to ABBA. Now. No, you're gonna listen to me read the freaking podcast. I'm definitely listening. No, you're to listening to ABBA, you piece of crap. No, I'm not. Crap I'm not listening to ABBA. I can see you looking at YouTube through your freaking glasses. You can't, you can't see anything. <laughs> That's you. You turned your head away. <laughs> Obviously, looking at YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst human being I know. Okay. We can ask ourselves again and again how the world got to the War of the Black Roses, and every answer will lead you down a different rabbit hole, but the easiest way to describe it is cultural disagreement. Every country believed that their way of life was the best, and that others were trying to suppress their ways of thought. What is your problem? Listening to Abba, imagining them having this conversation. I hate you. <laughs> this is, this is what sleep. This is Abba? what sleep deprivation sounds like, guys. Alliances broke down and war broke out. The War of the Black Roses lasted decades until finally the destruction of the wars threatened to wipe out all life, completely polluting the lands and turning the flora black, thus black roses. So the countries reached an agreement, a worldwide armistice, have you? Instead of dropping bombs, the countries met on neutral ground in order to reach an understanding. The people wanted more. They wanted a reason to even begin to consider one another as equals. That's when Samantha Stiles posed the idea of hosting a worldwide music competition. Every country has its own style of music, and this music reflected each country's culture. What better way to promote cultural equality than through the universal language of music? The fact that you're bobbing your head. I can tell you're not even getting... Ah, just... And thus, the World Musical Unity Fair, WMUF, was held in the neutral ground in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. The music was to be judged by a group of musical experts, one from every continent, and then in the final rounds would be combined with the worldwide audience vote. The first WMUF was a huge success and acted as a celebration of music and culture. The people from each country who were able to attend both as competitors and audience members returned to their home countries and spread the cultural love like wildfire. The war Relief Council decided that this music competition was a good thing, and in order to continue to heal the wounds the war caused, this competition will be held every year. Year two, America won. And then for the next few years, they continued to win with their style of music. Pretty bands of boys with four or more members stunned the world with their fancy dance moves and their catchy choruses about love and living their best lives. Then in order to try and beat America, each country's musical style adapted until every band entering the worldwide competition was some sort of boy band. 
But still, America continued to win the majority of the competitions, and countries began to threaten backing out, seeming to indicate going back to war over cultural differences. Until finally, the Americas and the world agreed on a little wager. Whichever country were to win the WMUF would be the country to gain governing rule over the rest of the world for four years. This made no sense. A song competition for the entire world? But still, everyone agreed. The people of the countries had no say in this, but enjoyed the friendly competition. What's the worst that could happen? Most countries at this point had the will of the greater good in their minds, so changing rule would not completely disrupt the world. The competition then moved to every four years rather than every year. But because of the countries adapting to the boy band style of music, this over time turned the WMUF into the boy band battle of the world, the BBBW. Rules still applied as normal. Every country was to present a band that <clears throat> that band was to sing a new song every week, and every week for summer for the summer months, bands <laughs> would be eliminated until finally a victor was chosen. After two straight competitions, America finally lost out to the United Kingdom. The competition was finally on, and every country came with their best boy band with a fire in their hearts, wanting to win so that their country could rule the entire world, even if that was only for four years. Many people from each country moved to the united front and created this image of the, a perfectly united world. What are you laughing at? You've been laughing this whole entire time. <laughs> 90% of it is because I find what you did very funny. Okay. The other 10%... <laughs> okay. Okay, let me, shoot, let me finish. The other 10% is because I uh, just messaged all of our college friends in Urban Dictionary for what BBW Yeah, is, I know you did. Which I only meant to send to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's why I threw three Bs, and I in my head I made the joke, big black beautiful women is my joke. That's what I did. But anyways, can I actually finish my freaking part before this is another five-hour episode that I have to edit this weekend? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so okay. tired. Many people from each country moved to United Front and created this image of a perfectly united world. This is what the media latched onto, unity through music. The boy bands created unity. Coverage of the people of the United Front and the boy bands was the only thing the news produced. Not the chaos of the continents, not the food shortages, or the low living wages, but the pretty boys and their songs of love were what the media fed the world. Thus, to those who cared, the problems were swept under the rug. But talks of nefarious underworking sprouted. Why was America the majority winner? Where were these boy bands coming from? What happened to the WMUF and the cultural diversity through music? Will the world ever know what happened? And that's my part. So, Cody, what do you think? I, I like what you did. I yeah, like I can what tell you, you were laughing the this. entire time I was talking. I, I was <laughs> laughing the hardest when I accidentally sent a lot of people an Urban Dictionary definition. <laughs> so, oops. But anyways, no, just aside from that, I really like it. It is similar to what I did. I think this is the closest our worlds have ever been. Like even closer of, Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we we both just took this in a very similar because, direction. Like I said, in my mind, there was only one way for me to take this. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I was expecting yours to be a lot more Hunger Games, and that like some of the boy bands died. Oh darn! Like if you lost, I thought you oh were just going to kill the boy bands. Oh my god! I could have freaking had public execution be a thing. 
Yeah, I thought it was going to be like hot boy bands trying to survive in the world. Dude, just that would have been fantastic. We need to stop this episode and I need to go right. <laughs> well, hey, we'll redo an ep- We'll do it another redo a world. Oh, like, that'd be so funny if we roll redo a previous topic again. That would be so funny. <laughs> All right, Jordan, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This song also starts with a like it starts spoken with beginning. one thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how. That's not a boy band, but still. That was also Lincoln Park. Anyways. <laughs> so this is what's spoken by the lead singer. Five cities, one heart, Omniopolis. That sounds stupid. There were struggles <laughs> and dark times. Things got bad. We should have seen it coming, but instead we got sad. At great cost, we endured to build once again. At great cost, we endured and built once again. We're here to stay together and free. We hold hands in love and look in the future. Never again will hatred uh will hatred make hatred instead of war we talk with singing so listen and hear our song of freedom we're here to stay with all you great people we're here to stay we're here to stay oh my gosh. we're here to stay we're oh here my to gosh. stay we're here oh to my stay gosh. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh we're here to stay Oh my gosh, that was like the most terrifying you've ever been on this show. I, I actually feel There is out. a long, there is a long space. I love you, Omniopolis, shouted. We're here to stay. 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 Oh, we're here to stay. Um, Assume an encore. We're here to stay. We're here to stay. We're here to stay. Dude, you don't We're have to, to stay. keep doing this. We're. I'm reading the lyrics to the song as it was performed. Also, can you read it more like, We're here to stay. 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 This song is called Here to Stay. It's by wait, wait, wait. Aaron Timbers. It's called Here to Stay? What? I would have never guessed. It's called Here I to Stay. I would have never guessed. Yeah. Yeah, it's not called We're Here to Stay, though. It's just called Here to Stay. There's only one verse, and then there's just the chorus of We're Here to Stay, which was sung We're 700 times. Um, this is by Aaron Timberson and the New Streets. Can I tell you my funny joke name for this yes, band? No. I'm pretty proud of it. It's Aaron Timberson and the New Street Sync Singers. <laughs> okay, I, I internally laughed, but that was the biggest eye roll I think I've ever had on this show. <laughs> I like, honestly thought I was going blind for a second there. All right. So, society found a better way. It was not the them, it was the us that figured it out. The people found a better way to get along, and it was through boy band song and dance. This is not just true between cities, um, but just boy band concerts have become the social norm and an important part of social interaction. So even within the cities, boy bands are just constantly performing. Um, Like, if there's any five boys on the street... And they can sing in harmony. They can make a living. You know, they're just boom. They're a boy band now. Sing on the corner. Start earning some money. Get some better venues. Slowly now work their way like up. a bunch of Oliver Twist. Like, please, sir, can I let's have some more? And like singing and stuff. It's just like, then a dragon comes down and races the <laughs> So it's like, not everyone's going to become the most famous boy band. But it's pretty easy for them to find work. Um, given how miserable these cities were, people were so desperate for any kind of like happy, fluffy, mm-hmm. 
distraction that boy bands just became super popular because there were poor people they sung in harmony on street corners then boom boy bands became the next big thing now though that it's current times the cities have grown to make this work so every city is just constantly growing with these beautiful neon lights there's spotlights shining and the cities are just these big glowing beacons of boy band wonder so at this point now, basically everyone that you meet, when they were like 18, they were in a boy band. You know what I mean? Like, it's just what everyone did. Now, some of these people do rise to the top and become famous. And these most famous bands, all of their lyrics are somewhat like anti-authority and vaguely are just like spreading the idea of loving people. But it's always very vague and it intentionally never inspires any action whatsoever. Each city also has their own unique boy band trope. So there's cyber techno boys, there's leather bad boys, there's dandy young lads, there's Europeans, which is its own genre that no one really knows where it came from. <laughs> and then there's just barbers. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> Europeans, which is its own genre. But... Yeah, I mean, they're, they're exactly what you, in your mind you would think of as a cliche European boy band. And then there's, of course, the Barbers, which the are like barber the classics, shop. you know. Barber, yeah, yeah quartets, obviously. Yes. Every year now it has become tradition for all the cities to meet on one giant stage oh, and compete God. together. This is so derivative of me. I know, I know, I know. Now, the important thing is as a result of this nothing oh, happens. Okay. Winning the competition, you don't get anything. There's not even a prize. It's basically just an excuse for a big party for everyone to come together and believe in unity and getting along. The reality is all of these boy bands are totally funded by the corporations that started these cities and are absolutely just used as as a distraction to keep people from realizing their quality of life has not improved. And violence is still just as likely. But now they sing about prosperity. And that is my boy band world. But I just, I, I like the idea of yours being like this post-apocalyptic world. But it, it mine's more of like, it's post-apocalyptic to a point, but it's more of the dystopian post-apocalyptic. Yours is like, just yeah. straight like... Mutated, there was an mutated animals yeah. coming. Like yours is like the extreme side of post-apocalyptic. Mine's like I mine's like the Hunger Games lighter side of post-apocalyptic. Yeah, mine's Coke Zero, and yours is just the regular Coke. Okay, here's my last part. Um, we're starting out with Matt Dazzle. La 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 la. la. Oh hey there! I didn't see you come in. I'm Matt Dazzle former candidate of America's 2304 boy band Stars and Stripes. See, awful name. I didn't quite make it on the team this time around, but that doesn't mean I will ever stop practicing my singing and my dance moves. I just live for the stage and to meet the glory of the undying fans who live on the united front. I was born in America and grew up with the notion that hard work makes life worth living. The living conditions aren't the best back in the States, but if I keep working, I know I will be on the 2308 team, Boys With Moves. And that's two Zs. <laughs> if that happens, my family will never have to live in the harsh conditions, and we can finally move to the united front and live in luxury. Everybody worships the current boy bands and even those of the past. They live on the, on the united front like gods, even if they do lose. Whatever you could imagine, the boy bands get. And that's my dream. To perform and live amongst the gods. You see, America doesn't recycle the boy bands as some other countries do. They pick a new team every single year. So hopefully, my dance moves, amazing voice, and lyrics will stand out to 
stand out at the American training stages. Oh my gosh. Talking this peppy is really hard. I hope I can whisk my family away to heaven. This second part comes from Dr. Juke Box. Come on, that was a good one. That was a good one. You, you, Hate you that was so a good much. one. Come on, that was good. Someone, I want an email at least from one person telling me that was a good one. Do you know how, like, when you're doing improv or any kind of performance like this, the idea is to yes and? Like, yeah, to, and you like, always, seem, like, like, no, encouraging. stop. You don't yes and. I just, I just want to be negative about yeah, everything you, you, you just, just said. You just, no, stop. You don't yes and me every time. I, yeah, I want to be like, no, here's why. Like, My, it's good. Shut up. Okay, so this is Dr. Dr. Jukebox. Dr. Jukebox. <laughs> okay, now, now. You're going to have to turn off the camera if you want the truth. If I find out you've been recording me, I'm going to have to kill you, and there ain't no way around that. Okay, so you said your name is Cody, Ooh. huh? What? What's your ooh for? He's a bad yeah, he's boy. Dr. Jukebox. He's a producer. Well, here's the deal. Oh, Some countries like to so treat this bad. as a friendly competition that we have every four years. But America has always aimed to win this from the very beginning. We don't just play around and select boys who think they can sing and dance. No, these singers are born into this, genetically altered based on... We don't just pick any boys. We get the best boys. Duh, let me read this, man. Dude, let me speak. Okay. We don't just play around and select boys who think they can just sing and dance. No, these singers are born into this, genetically altered based on the best singers we've had in the past. From the day those test two babies can talk, we teach them how to sing and hone their skills until finally, by age 16, they are singing and dancing machines. A whole team of musical scientists work hard to develop chords, melodies, and harmonies that will be the most pleasing to the ears. We have thousands of lyricists who create the catchiest tunes and lyrics that touch the world's hearts. It's all about the formula, baby. Now I see it in your face. You think this is cruel and unfair to those thousands of boys who train and try out to be part of Team America. Well, we do our part by creating a training program and preliminary competition in the in-between years. They all think that they have a chance to make it on the team and to the heaven that is the United Front. That just gives them drive and purpose. If we straight up told them no, then the workers wouldn't work and those who watch the preliminaries and the drama that unfolds every, years, every year wouldn't watch. <clears throat> yeah, my voice is dying, so it just went right back to normal. We would lose ratings and thus lose control of the country. We can't have that now, can we? Well, anyways, this secret lives between me and you. If I hear you squeal, my people won't hesitate to end you. Now you take care and make sure you vote for who you think deserves to be on Team America. So currently, the boy bands are the top of celebrities. Let me start that over again. So currently, the boy bands are the top of the celebrity. Fans worship him, worship them, others want to be them, but all in all, they are held in the highest regards. Once you are part of the boy band, you have made it, and then your family... Sorry, and then you and your family will spend the rest of your lives on the United Front, where mostly only the affluent live. Those former boy bands stay and live on the front, though some countries reuse singers in future bands. The governments strive by selling products based on the boy bands. 
Think of the most popular celebrity like maybe the Kardashians or whatever, and then multiply that fame by one million, and that is the boy bands. It has gotten to the point where the boy bands of the past are greatly revered, and those seeking the same fame are taking on the names of famous singers in the past, and thus the names like Timberlake, Bass, and Lachey that came up in my other story portions. Oh, so yeah. everything has a reason, Goody. So in the in-between years, there are singing and dancing competitions that each, each country holds in order to select which group of boys will sing on the international stage. This creates profit and prestige for these boys, but also a narrative so the community can feel something for each of them. Whatever. Um, the in-between process is all televised like a big reality show. This process invites all who can sing and dance and trains them into the boy bands that will compete every four years. But of course, in America, things are a tad bit more nefarious. Instead of just selecting the singers from the thousands who applied, Cody is laughing at me yet again. The Amer this is supposed to be a funny episode, Cody. The Americans experiment in order to create the perfect crew of singing boys. Everything is calculated, and thus this is why America wins most years. But no one knows this as it is all behind the scenes. The Perfect Boys Lab Children entered the competition. So the Perfect mean. Boys, you know, the Lab Children, entered the competition as well. They are taught how to act, how to sing, and how to stand apart, and thus are selected for the team. It is all set in stone, but no one knows this. Thus, every year, more and more people join the competition thinking, if I just work hard enough, then I can make it. But that will never happen unless, of course, you are born as part of the Sing Initiative. Every country pushes coverage of these boy bands, and yet everything else is just pushed aside. Everyone forgets how bad it can be back in their original continents and believes in the grandeur of the United Front. Earth has fallen away, and all that is left is a boy band world. And that's the end of my story. Your story is so mean. Yeah! That is it's so dystopia, mean. dude! That is like the worst. It's both. Duh. I I am sad. What do you think? Everything was going to be super world. happy in a dystopia? What do you think? The boys were actually <laughs> yeah. going to be able to make it out of the crappy continents? I just want to say, I don't think I'm going to be able to hear the phrase the boys anymore without laughing hysterically. Just all these boys. Yeah, and I also wanted it wanted to make it kind of gross because there are a lot of stories about how gross like the behind the scenes and the boy bands are like with the producers and all that so i wanted to make it i don't actually know anything yeah, about i think that. we should not like, we don't have to talk anything. about it but it is kind of gross and weird and creepy so yeah i kind of wanted to also highlight that it's not all sunshines and rainbows dude it's nefarious which i use that word like four times because i love nefarious nefarious it's, is a good a great word, word. it's, it's a, a solid it's a very word. good word the best word unlike all the other words it's a very good word <laughs> cody what are you waiting for you roll today. Oh, I have to roll. Man, I totally just... I I'm so you, used to not being the twice one. Twice in a row, last week and this week, you just sat there and like, stared at me. I was like, come on, bud. If you crit fail a second time, that means that just you're not allowed to roll anymore. I did not crit fail. I will tell you. Just tell me the number. Fantasy gods in the fantasy world around them, huh? Is that... Oh, okay, yeah. I was supposed to get to say that, but that's <laughs> well, fine. Well, because you clicked on it, I clearly saw which one you were clicking on it. <laughs> <laughs> so cody what, what's next week's world fantasy world gods and the fantasy world around them 
That's yeah, a good no, one, this actually. Is really fun. It's going to take a little bit think, more thinking so I don't just do D&D over again. But See, I have the advantage if I don't know anything about the deities from Dungeons & Dragons. I mean, neither so I do I, but I, like, rip it off. I know that fantasy gods always end up being the same thing. There are some tropes there. Yeah, for sure. I made one up like for our D&D game. I was like a paladin, so I had to pick a deity. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to make one up and uh, just go with that. <laughs> Because I don't want to, like, pick one from the book. But it means the name doesn't fit at all. Because my deity's name is Constantina. Which does not, like, the... That word does not fit in Dungeons I'm and Dragons. I'm just imagining Constantina being, be like, a god of, like, long blonde hair. And, like, <laughs> always has her nails done perfectly. A little vapid, but she's well, really yeah, nice. That That's kind of a... That's a yeah. long story. Wasn't that the Hellboy god? Where he's, like, basically Satan, but... Or is that a different one? No, that's not what ended up. That was my original idea for the oh. character. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I just remember you talking about that. All right, so fantasy world gods and the fantasy world around them. Yeah, this will be good. This will be. This will I'm be excited. Very, I can do some really fun stuff with this. Anyway, Scotty. Um, yeah. Where can we find it? this? Was just a heck of an episode. This is probably our loopiest episode we've ever recorded. It's a little loopy, but we're tired, yeah, dude, man. We, we're sleepy. We got our butts kicked by the week. But thank you, thank you everybody for listening. Um, Cody, where, where can we find you? Find me at the Wandering Gamer Network. If you subscribe to us on Podcast Addict, make sure to use the iTunes search engine to find the correct podcast. The other one's no longer updating. Um, are you able to delete it? We're also on YouTube. Podcast Garden? Our Podcast Addict. Sorry, if you subscribe to yeah, us on Podcast Yeah, but are you able addict. to delete the old podcast? <clears throat> I could, but then anyone that's oh, subscribed to it, it would just, just yeah, disappear. Uh, that's that's yeah again if anybody wants to get into podcast just spend the extra money don't go for something that's three dollars a month because it's cheap go for something that actually works anyways are you done with your plugs okay um you can find me at something i guess zero zero at twitch.tv um we are also world shop is now on twitter stitcher google play spotify and of course on itunes um please rate and subscribe that helps out a lot and share to some friends it's like you know if you know someone who likes podcasts and likes loopy idiots yelling at each other for an hour just share our podcast um a lot of work goes into this and yeah we we make this for you but mostly ourselves anywho that's been the episode (laughs) crap i did it again see you on the flip side bye bye